weekends, the start to the weekend. Yeah. Just getting things started here. Uh, Melissa, this is a long weekend for me. I had the day off of work today. Did, did I'm assuming you had to work because I didn't hear you mention that you had it off. No, no, no I, I worked as normal. Ah, oh, man. So I apparently the university I work for is getting it off for Juneteenth, which is tomorrow. Ah, um, nice. And I, I, I believe I, I don't know if it's completely passed yet, but I, I, I know I think we're working on getting it a national ho- ho- holiday. Uh, so I don't know how far along that that is, but happy Juneteenth to everyone yeah. out there. Happy Father's Day weekend. Uh, it's right. the same weekend as that. So it's, it's a busy weekend. Busy weekend indeed. But let's have some fun. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing okay. I had a fine week. I was I was looking back on my week, and I don't know if it's a content-filled week, but it was good. So, some, sometimes that's totally fine, you know? Just like, you have to have things where it's just like, it was just a normal week. We, we didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah, I just cared for my flowers. I bought a new bra. You don't want to hear about that. <laughs> Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to number 148 (laughs) of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. True. Uh, Yeah, Melissa, I'm taking a vacation soon. Thrilling. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I, I mean, I so tried to do this last year, and then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And then it 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 did hadn't work, and it's a it's a big deal for me because one I n- never really take vacations for myself, um, but also here at the podcast, I've basically been on like almost every thing that we've d- 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 done here, except for two episodes, three of them maybe. Um, there was. <laughs> Like one or two that I had you test out and see if your computer could handle it. Uh, but you were the, still there in the background chiming in like a producer. Was, yeah. Yeah. There's only been one episode I've ever co- recorded where you weren't here at all. We had to do uh, Jack and I did the Rise of Skywalker yeah. Reactor Core. Kyleless. Yeah. yeah. Without me. Uh, and then Gino did an interview, a one on one thing uh, with crossplay again i was there as the producer um mm. but uh i'm excited because this is like a, the, the, there's gonna be three weeks coming up uh mid-july into the start of august uh that i won't be here and i won't be doing the shows and so i we're i let you guys know today before i announced it here on the podcast um but yeah i'm i I don't know what the plan is yet exactly, but we're going to figure something out so that hopefully all of the shows are still continuing uh, despite me not being here. But uh, they might be audio only. We don't know. Mm. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Super excited you're, you're gonna, for that. I just double checked the calendar. You're going to miss out on me uh, yelling at you in person about the Olympics opening ceremony. But lucky you, yes. you'll be back in time to hear me yell at you about the Olympics closing ceremony. 
<laughs> yeah, you you can do a full Olympics wrap up. Like, Kyle, you missed it. <laughs> you missed the Olympics. They they happened without you. <laughs> <laughs> you were not consulted at all. I'm right, happy no, you're going to yeah. be taking this vacation. It's a deep, rich, like three week vacation. Yeah, well, it's it's two weeks, but it just so happens that it's like I'm I'm also taking those weekends too. Yeah. So yeah, it's like okay. I, it's those weekends. Three weekends that aren't, inclusive. Aren't there? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to visit my girlfriend. Uh, so that's going to be exciting. Um, and yeah, like I, I just I'm I'm nervous and excited and like ah oh, this yeah. is a big step. Like I I feel like I can finally take this and things yes. won't complete com- completely stop. Uh mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So that's 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 neat. That's exciting. We will fill you guys in with more details as to what exactly the plan is. Uh, yeah, there. we'll have to plan that out because I uh, we did try some dry runs of me running everything that you do, or at least everything you did at this time last year, and I I barely got it. Like I <laughs> I could it's... like you would tell me something and I'd click it, and the second after I clicked that button, the knowledge went out of my head. Yeah, and it's like it's it's not even that you, like you're you're. <laughs> capable of all of that stuff it was just like you you have your laptop your your computer that's not as like big and beefy right. as my whole setup that i yeah, I, I have here to run the whole thing so it's like well it's you, you can make a podcast if it's audio only yeah, like that's ex- fine exactly <laughs> like i've got a podcasting level laptop i don't have a streaming level laptop absolutely yeah yeah so uh, we will figure that all out in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, that's that's like that. That's like the big update from for me right now. Nice. I'm finally getting to take a vacation. Vacation. All I ever wanted. Vacation. <laughs> get away. Whenever you hear that song, do you still also think of that Rugrats vacation special where they go to Vegas? I don't think I saw the vacation special one. I I saw the like Rugrats movies where they go to like Paris and they do the thing where like yeah. they're in the Reptar mobile and uh, that stuff was, like that. This was before that. It was some. I'm sure it aired on TV, but I don't remember watching it on TV. I remember getting it from a VHS tape at Blockbuster. Yeah, like the whole all the families got together and took a trip to Vegas, and the kids are like. Uh, they they go out on escapades in the middle of like a big casino that had a boat in it. Like it might have been a Viking themed casino hotel. Maybe and I they did. play that song in there. Maybe I did because I, I I I watched a lot of Rugrats growing up, but I don't necessarily remember specific stuff, uh, except for like uh, how Tommy pronounces responsibilities. <laughs> Sponsibilities. <laughs> Responsibilities, yeah. Responsibilities. Um, yeah. My 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 week was pretty good. It was a slower week at work, but mm-hmm. I. So we've been doing the new thing where we are breaking for housekeeping, and we have like a short video that yeah. plays on the actual like podcast version. Uh, I re-recorded that 
because I oh. was not satisfied because I tried to do it. So like you guys can see my microphone right now on, on stream and I tried to do it. So the microphone was just off camera and it was enough of a like it's far enough away that the like what I normally do to make it sound good didn't work. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, OK, well, I can try this thing and EQ it that way and do this. And it just it didn't sound all that good. And I was like, well. I think we should just go ahead and at least start with this one and then I'll eventually re-record yeah. it. So I did that. Hey, your your microphone's not a secret. It's uh it's a publicly visible microphone and it's a microphone mm-hmm. to be proud of. Yeah. Elgato Wave 3. It's a good one. I like it. I like it a lot. And you're wearing a plain white tee today, and it really makes the the black microphone positioned in front of you pop. It's a yep, high contrast visual. Tea. Mm-hmm. You remember that that song? Yup, in my white Yup, no, okay. Well, maybe. I guess like I'm when the you only say one. it, I believe that it was a song. <laughs> who who did that that song? Let me let me look, look it up. I can't confirm it, but that sure be... seems plausible. Here, uh, I think it was just called White Tea Song, uh, or like White Tea Song. Who 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 did this? Dem Franchise Boys. That's wow! What a name. Dem Franchise Boys. I hope they bought a franchise with the money that they made off of that song, or maybe they produced that song with the money made from a franchise. Like they all owned a a Jack in the Box together or something. Yeah, something. Who knows? Let's see here if I can. I don't know if I have our internet thing set up to the right size. <laughs> I don't. Uh-oh. Let's see here. Move this guy over there that way. Move the and, guy. Yeah, move move that guy and then do the uh, computer mode. I'm not playing the actual song because we'll probably get dinged with that. But this was back in the day when, like, tall tees were, were, were yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Man, it was it was kind of wild. That's not centered. Why is that not centered in green? That's strange. I don't like that. Oh well. Uh, but yeah, they were just like, "Yup, in my white tee. Yup, in my white tee. Something, 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 something in my white tee." So, <laughs> there you go. I'm in my white tee. Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see here. What do we got on the docket for this week, uh, Melissa? I yeah. the, the one thing that I will mention about E3 is that yes. they announced a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I did see this. Yeah, this was a big surprise. I I, I know you're a big Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you probably won't play this game since you don't have any of these systems. And yeah, and how st- could and stuff I like that? Why would but, I? Uh, Maybe after it's been out for a little while, you can at least watch a like a play through or something and be like, I just want to see more Guardians. Yeah. Like so you're, 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 you're playing as Peter Quill. And it looks okay. like when when you're fighting uh, the like like you have buttons where you like you can do stuff, but you also have special moves where you can be like, hey. Rocket, go shoot, shoot, shoot him from this side. Or, like, you have buttons to be like, hey, you you do, like, a specific att- attack. So you can be like, Gamora, go over there. 
uh, mm-hmm. Rocket, go over there. Groot, go over there. You know, uh, and you can do all all sorts of stuff with that. And it looks like you have like special power up moves where you play like a song, and it g- g- yeah. goes into like a music video like thing that they do in in the air. Um, but this was one of the biggest surprises of E3 because uh, nice. ha- like this was the yeah. first that it was announced and it's c- coming out, I think, in like I, for- I forget the date exactly, but it's like this fall. Um, wow. Yeah. And it, it was like, oh, I they're making they a- you get like I- I- if they announce it now, I would expect them to be like, it's going to be out at like winter 2022 at the earliest like right and like the maybe mo- movie three movie three doesn't come out for another two years i thought they'd probably release it like closer coming up to that like guardians your friends remember them yeah well if if they can release it this fall and then support the game it's it's a single player like no no multiplayer no loop boxes all of that stuff so it's only a, sto- a story but if they can have like two expansions of dlc or something to kind of <laughs> prolong the game and a little bit like yeah it, it, like you'll you be can done with that play as game crackling. and then well you're you're only playing as star lord but uh i'd love to be all of them yeah, that was so I it was it was a big surprise. I love that they're making it. The gameplay looked a little off. I it just didn't seem like it was entirely there or was a little bit slow or something. I'm not sure. Uh and then the d- dialogue was kind of dry. Like I was expecting yeah. the thing to be funnier and and it was just not funny or anything like that, oh. which is <laughs> like I, I guess they're basing them more off of the comics and they did get one mm. of the writers from the comics who has written them a lot to help write the sto- sto- story of this so i'm expecting it to be good but it was just like ooh, what they showed was uh not selling me all that well uh but still i'm excited nice oh, there you go yeah i'm sure that's, it'll that's get the punched one thing up that There's... i wanted to mention from from e3 i'm happy the news is out there i love guardians content even if it's not the the film versions who i love so dearly never interacted with guardians in any other format it's the films only i've 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 heard decent things about the cartoon i I okay nice much but i've I've heard like yeah it's, it's it's good it's fine you know um but yeah i i haven't ch- checked it out myself so there you go there you go uh melissa yeah you have a couple questions uh oh. written written down here about uh movies and restaurants and all sorts of stuff what do you want to start with <laughs> so i wanted to do a cinema corner uh and tell you that last week i watched the romantic comedy movie wimbledon is all which about is from tennis. it is all about tennis paul bettany plays tennis i remembered okay, okay. that much about the film and nothing else but i was watching one of those behind the scenes uh features on disney plus uh, it's called like assembled or whatever about the making of the mcu shows i was watching the one on mm-hmm. wandavision 
And Paul Bettany talks about how he met John Favreau doing that movie. That's how he was cast as Jarvis. And then it popped up as like a, a movie I could watch in stars. I'm like, I'll watch this historic film. <laughs> now, now, what does that say about his acting? Man, this guy, he's just so robotic. Like, what well, if we well, cast him as it, a robot? <laughs> which as is what Paul Bettany was saying. Yes, <laughs> that he was cast <laughs> to be boring. No, but it's, <laughs> it's Paul Bettany. Funny. He goes to Wimbledon. He plays tennis. It's like... Plot-wise, pretty simple. You you expect it. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is this like young tennis upstart. They have a fling together. It's it's cute. Whatever. Uh-huh. There's a, a, a subplot about a comet, <laughs> which I was not expecting to see at all. Where there's what it is just going on? The, in, uh, it just cuts to the news please, every once in a while. Please tell me that there's a scene where he hits the comet with the tennis r- racket. Oh, if only. No. <laughs> Wait. Oh, come on. That would have been great. John no. Favreau, what were you doing? What are you thinking? I'll tell you that the... Well, he didn't direct it. He's just in it. He plays Paul Bettany's agent. It was directed by, I don't know, a guy somewhere. If it's, I was the movie Paul does- Bettany's <laughs> agent, that would be the entire movie. We need to get you there to hit this thing as it lands. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, that is how the movie ends. The movie ends with it zooms out from Paul Bettany and Kirsten Dunst on in New York City on Earth, and it zooms out and out from Earth until you see Earth in space, and then a tennis racket hits it. That's the end of the film, really? but it's it's not Paul Bettany doing that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how the movie ends. It ends like Men what? in Black. <laughs> what is going on in this movie? Right, so- so there's a comet. Uh, <laughs> we just see news broadcasts every once in a while saying there's a comet expected to fly over London I've never today heard soon. Of this movie and it just keeps like you see it like three times. Like guys, watch out for the comet. Comet coming soon. And like when the comet passes over them, uh, they just make a romantic wish, and that's the end of the comet storyline. <laughs> but, but also, uh, so Paul Bettany goes to play tennis. And there's a ball boy there, you know, uh, uh, like, like like a young man there to hand you balls and things. A ball boy. It's self-explanatory. A man with balls. Yeah. <laughs> a sports equipment. <laughs> the young person, a sports equipment youth is there to help him. <laughs> and he's like, happy to see you, sir. And then he's like in the next match he plays. And he's like, are you the same kid? And the kid's like, yeah, I loved watching you play yesterday. And so this kid's shown up twice. The kid uh, is a fan of his. The kid helps him by handing him equipment. And I'm convinced the kid is a ghost or an angel or some sort of tennis muse. Because it's just these little bits of Paul Bettany talking to him. Kid never talks to anybody else. So at this point, I'm like, I have no proof that that kid is corporeal. (laughs) If this movie is a comet, it might as well also have an angel. Wow, this is weird. But then we get to the final match where Paul Bettany could win all of Wimbledon. He could okay, win Wimbledon okay. it. And uh <laughs> and the boy's there and like he he gets fr- he gets like flustered and he drops his racket and the boy hands him his racket and he says, "Oh, thank you. I'll be needing that." And the crowd laughs. And I'm still not taking this as proof that the boy exists because I think, well, what if he just dropped it and picked it back up himself and still made that quip? And then everybody would laugh like, 
look at the funny tennis man. <laughs> yeah. But then the opponent, who's a real jerk, as many opponents in sports movies are, he hits the kid with a ball. He hits the kid with a ball so fast, Kyle. The ball is going like 144 miles an hour, and the kid gets socked right in the cheek with it. Man. And he's fine. He's got a big bruise there, but he has no other injuries, which surprised me for that speed of ball, but I guess a tennis ball's soft. Is that how the racket hits the comet out in space? He, like, gets hit with the thing and, like, tosses it up and it, like, no. goes in, into space? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, like, the, like the, the Earth is a tennis ball and it gets hit by a big cosmic racket like a celestial would wield. It's not an, a man-sized okay, racket. Okay. okay. But yeah, okay. so the kid gets so socked it, with a ball yeah. and then everybody turns around. Everybody's fretting about the kid. You know, there's medical attention for the kid and Paul Bettany is like, Oh, I was I, I was on my last wind earlier. I was so tired. I didn't think I could win Wimbledon. But now that you've hit the boy, I, I'm going to defeat you. I'm going to tennis so hard right back at you. And he does. He wins him. ultimately. Spoiler alert. If you want to know who won Wimbledon in the film Wimbledon from like the year 2005. <laughs> but I, I, I spent like 90 minutes convinced that's not a real boy in the movie. Almost like it's trying to spite me is like, you think that's not a real boy. Exactly. Let the boy come to physical harm and have everybody gather around so that we can prove to you. Wow. No, it's a real boy. You think just an actual boy couldn't be that magically inspiring without being literally magic. No, believe yeah. in the power of, of boy. Interesting. Okay. So it's a it's a kind of a weird movie, but I was expecting it to be weirder. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, to to me, I, I I wouldn't expect it to be that strange. But now that you've told me all the weird thing that things that happens in there, why didn't they just go for it and like <laughs> make it weirder? Like, yeah. yeah. He's got a tennis guardian angel who makes sure that he's good at tennis. Like angels in the outfield. But instead it's sure. for yeah, tennis yeah, yeah. and with a grown-up Paul Bettany. Tennis on or angels on the asphalt. Is, is the, they the play on a green angels in the outfield. Oh, they play it's I, I think I it's just called a court. It's a it tennis is. court. It's made out of like part grass, part not grass. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, I don't even know what you call it. I've never touched Anyways. one. I've never touched a real tennis court besides like the ones they have at your high school that are just made out of asphalt. I've always wanted yeah. to play tennis. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been on, on the ones that are the like, it's not it's not asphalt, but it is more like that, like hard rubbery thing that's yeah, usually like springy. green and like a like a not a red, like a coral red and like a kelly yeah. green yeah kind of thing is usually with what they look like i've been on those ones too uh god i want to do it. that i want to play tennis i want to play racquetball because you're just in like a weird gl sweaty glass box <laughs> Like, it's not it's not appealing, <laughs> yeah. but I think I've seen like so many uh, well to do grownups in movies doing it that I need to do it now. I want to play racquetball. It, it was it like 
if if you were like a kid from the 70s or 80s it was like a rite of of passage you had to play racquetball and then for us like 90s kids like we grew up with tons of movies that had that in there but we barely ever did that like i saw my parents do it a couple times but like by time i got to be of the age where it's like yeah i want to start going to the gym and doing all that stuff like racquetball wasn't a thing anymore (laughs) like they like let's bring it back bring back racquetball Right. Make a just set up like a, Yeah, just set up like a racquetball uh, bar. People will play it. I mean, just serve like light cocktails bar. so you don't yeah. get totally <laughs> blasted and then like smash the glass. You're covered in glass there in your sweat box, but <laughs> you could do, you could do it. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, okay, weird, weird movies. So, so, so you wanted to, you have written down here movies that are weirder than you think, but still not weird enough. Right, like this. Like, is there a movie where this? they do something odd and then you start thinking it's going to get odder than that? But no, only the first odd thing was the only odd thing that ever happened. Um... I by that definition, the ones that I wrote down don't necessarily oh, fit. Oh, but I I have four movies written down that I thought like these are weird movies, but they, <laughs> the, they're not they're not like so strange that they're like like how did this get made or 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 they're like not what rubber. were they thinking? Yeah, right. They're not that where it's like, this is just absurd that I love it. Like Mm -hmm. uh, they're 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 just that that. Yeah, just like something is off with this movie. I I don't know exactly Mm. what it is or there's. Yeah. So the the first two I have written down are probably going to be movies that most people haven't heard of. Uh, I found these movies uh, back when I used to make. beats and stuff like that i was like i'm gonna go look for some like really really old movies in the public domain that are supposed to be pretty good that i can use to sample and put in 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 these these beats here uh and one i found uh was called a bucket of blood uh and oh yeah i know that name is a yeah, it's a well. I think there's a song by the same name or Buckets of Blood, but this is, I believe, a Roger Corman movie. Yeah. Um, I I had never heard of this, but it's about this guy who's like a busboy at like a a beatnik jazz club, uh, and he's yes. in love with one of the waitresses that that work there, and he wants to impress her um, with the the art that he that he makes when he's when he's at 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 home because he mm-hmm. has this this job to support him and the the art that he he makes, and so he makes this statue of 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 her, and it's a totally perfectly fine statue that's just like wow you made that, but in the process of him making this, he accidentally kills his neighbor's cat. And oh. he is just like, oh, shit, now what do I do? So he's like, I'm going to turn it into a statue. And so he covers it in plaster and makes this mm. like cat st- 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 statue for his neighbor. 
um and everyone loves this statue they're just enamored with it like wow it's so real it's so lifelike how did you make this it's it's amazing it's perfect and he's so like caught off guard with this that everyone liked this this thing that is right look well, there's no artistic interpretation like it is the cat just yeah. covered in plaster and they don't know that that he's like huh maybe i should make more statues like this <laughs> and then he starts killing people and making statues of them uh by covering them in plaster and it's just this thing of like this is just a weird movie like why would you make this but it was good and i liked it like it was just yeah. like it was an it was an artsy <laughs> film and it was really old it was from like the 50s or 60s um but yeah i was just like this really is old strange yeah but it, like it's it's not strange enough right it's like yeah, mm-hmm. like you said it's not rubber right like you don't find out at the end that his parents were statues (laughs) yeah or or that he like these 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 (laughs) statues are then like the the people in the statues are then being sent to like an alternate dimension where like there's there's nothing like that it's just like he kills people and makes statues out of them so I need a story of just a young person, a young human person growing up, and their parents are just statues. That's like that Twilight Zone. Like that's my dad. That's like that Twilight Zone with all the mannequins. Have you seen that one? I'm sure I have. Yeah, I I don't remember exactly what happens in that one, so I'm probably going to screw this up. But I remember it kind of being about these people who work in a department store. And the twist is that they aren't actually people. These are the mannequins. And it is Mm. like a a Toy Story situation, which hadn't been made at the time. But like is like, yeah, they only are there like when no one like these are the night shift people people who like make things like make sure things are stocked and all of that stuff but it's yeah it's the uh like they end up like just being mannequins i think or something like that interesting indeed Mm. uh i love that i I love i just want to say i love when a, a seemingly real human is actually uh a thing that is alive yeah yeah I love, like, that guy was a robot the whole time. Love it. Yeah, yeah, indeed. This person was a ghost the whole time. No, but a ghost, like, uh, was a person. I like when a person is made out of something where a person wasn't there before. Or the the, uh, the, uh, now uh, newly famous 2006 movie Wimbledon where a ghost was, in fact, a human the entire time. Right. Only person who thought he was a ghost was me. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one I have written down again is a really old one called the Egyptian. Mm. Have you heard of this at all? No, I don't. don't, It's it's just an an incredibly common set of words. Generic name. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is about a physician in Egypt who, uh, by a chance encounter, ends up working for the pharaoh. Um, like he was like, "Hey, oh, I want you to be my." This my- is old Egypt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real. Old. You, you didn't um, specify. I thought this could have been like nineteen fifty nine Egypt. It's 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 about it's it's an old movie about like ancient Egypt, okay. yeah, like like biblical <laughs> okay. t- times, uh, and and he yeah he gets noticed by the pharaoh and the pharaoh wants him to work work for him so he like he has this big rise in fame and fortune and then it all stumbles it all crashes uh and he has to go into exile and stuff like that uh but as as he is like having his downfall uh he starts getting more and more into this monotheistic religion which they don't say it's christianity but it's it's christianity um and yeah, he starts like getting more and more into that and starts to become this like Moses like figure to them mm. and all all of the, that stuff. And it's it's just it's in the same vein as like the, the old like Ten Commandments movie okay. and, and stuff like that. It's just it's one of those things of 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 like why aren't they calling it Christianity? Like they they have some other word for it, but it's just like you you really didn't need to go out of your way to not say Christianity. It's it was mm. sh- sh- strange, and like it it is just this big long journey of like the rise and fall of this one character, um, and then how this religion ends up like infiltrating the country and stuff like that so so yeah it it it, it, it is this big thing of like oh now he's like a big religious figure to these people that's strange like what is going on here in in this uh yeah strange one but again oddly good Mm mm-hmm like it's like these ones aren't necessarily filmed well or the scripts aren't great, but it's just like, yeah, I I oddly enjoyed this. Like this was an interesting movie to watch. Um, so there you go. Those those are the first like, right. the, the two old ones that I don't think old people will know. Yeah. Old coming old, this old summer. Um, here's a more recent one. I'm thinking of ending things. This was a Netflix oh, oh, cut. movie. Oh, Kyle, come have you on. Seen this? Like, that movie's like, I have not seen it, but I've, I've heard bits about it. That seems like it's full on weird, not just like it it's, got a little kooky and I thought it was going to go extremely kooky, but it didn't. It sounds like here's my argument. There. Yes. It, okay. To a lot of people, it, it will be like, that was what the fuck did I just watch? Um, uh-huh. And it is a thing where the weirdness isn't outright mentioned like weird okay. things are happening and they're not explicitly talking about it and it's just like like you see these things and like turn of events happen and they are like this is strange what is going on i'm lost this is a mind fuck like like this is like an art film like an Mm. an artsy fartsy art school like movie film i loved it i i thought it was wonderful 
Uh, we get it. You have an art degree. I, I went to art school. I'm, I'm guilty <laughs> as charged. Hi, I'm Kyle. I have an art degree. Uh, I have watched uh, 13 <laughs> art films in the past month. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but like it, it's it's one of those things that, yeah, weird things are happening, but no one mm. is talking about it. Why is no one talking sure. about the weird things that are happening? Give me what one. What is going on? Tell uh, me so one of the, them. The, 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 the basic plot is it's this girl and this guy going to eat uh, the, the to meet the guy's parents. They're, they're in a relationship and, and, and stuff like that. And weird things start happening at the house. They have a like a door to the basement that they keep locked and it's like you can't go to down there. And stuff like that. And then, like, the the parents are – it seems like they don't know what year it is. And the conversation, oh. like, keeps shifting to, like, do they think he's a kid still? Like, do, do like, stuff like that. Or, like, wait, is his girlfriend even real? What's going on here? Like, but, yeah, it's just – it's never explicitly mentioned. And then – the end of the movie. I, I, I guess minor spoilers, but it, I, I don't know if this really spoils Is it. Is the things it's, it's an ended art, or art not? Film. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where like there's a like a dance number that happens at the end of this. Oh my god! Between like the janitor and uh, of like the school that he used to go to, but it's this big like metaphorical da- and like he the guy ends up being like naked and and it's just like what is going on? This is weird, but no one's talking about it. That's fine. That's fine. I love a, a sudden, sudden aggressive dance number in the middle of a movie that's not supposed to have it's- it. It's beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful scene. It's a big metaphor for relationships and how they grow and and all all of that stuff. And it's it, it's it's yeah. It was just just strange. Uh, Rachel is in the chat. Hi, Rachel. Thank you. Thank Hello. you for Hello. stopping by and comments about the movie. The parents aging got 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 me so yeah that is one of the things like as as they meet the parents the parents also get older like in like in the scenes that you see them in they'll like leave and they'll come back and it's like you're 20 years older like what is going on here so i love all these things but this movie also sounds too sad it's it's sad yeah, I'll I'll say that it 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 has a very melancholy and somber t- tone See, throughout the entire thing. I don't know if thing. I can deal with stuff like that. It's it's at times scary. It's like, is this going to be a horror film? Like, I I don't know well, what I like this is. Scary. I I'll take a lot of scary before I'll take a little sad. <laughs> It, like, but that's the thing. Yeah, like it's sad, but it's scary, but it's an art film. So there's these like weird things that are going on. So you're sitting mm. there like, I'm not scared. I'm not sad. I'm just like, what is going on? This is strange. So that's that one. That was a okay. weird, weird one. But I, yeah, but that, I guess, is my argument is that like no one is talking about the actual weird th- things that are happening in this. So it's just like. Do like well, go well, talk that's the about point this of being it. weirder. 
I, I that's guess, the point I of guess. it. Like yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, like did being it's from the guy who did being John Malkovich, right? And like they talk about how the bill, like the floor of the building, is only like four feet tall. Like they talk about why, but they don't talk about like how that was ever allowed to exist and why it continues to happen mm. and why they haven't just shut down the whole heck and floor. Yeah, like I get it. I get it. I don't know. I don't know. So there's that one. And last but not least, I have okay. written down. You really came God to town forgives. with this one about it. I just want to compliment okay. you on being thoroughly Thank prepared. You. You're thoroughly prepared indeed. Uh, last one I want to mention is Only God Forgives. Uh, this is mm-hmm. one of the movies that I watched last year when I did my accidental Ryan Gosling movie marathon. Yeah. I I loved this film. Uh, it, it was wonderful, but it was one of those weird movies where like there's long, long scenes of no one talking or no one saying things. Mm-hmm. And so it just it it relies a lot on atmosphere and mood lighting. There's lots of neon and 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 stuff like that. And it's a crime film, so I you know I like. Yeah, neon lights and crime and all of all of that stuff. So, um, but yeah, it was just it again. It was one of those like this is more on the edge of like it's an artsy film, but it, it mm. like nowhere near as weird or strange as uh, I'm thinking about ending things. But just the fact that's like. No one's talking like they they got Ryan Gosling yeah. to do this movie and he's barely talking. Well, I guess he's Weird. no more like, for I, his I, face than his voice. If I heard his voice out of context. Sure, yeah. I don't know if I'd tell you that was him. If I heard him singing, maybe I could tell you that was him. But I don't know if I recognize his dialogue. And yeah, no. Haven't I? Have I told you about his goth album? No. Certainly, this is Ryan Gosling. We have <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Gosling, yes, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> um, it's him and some other guy, and they teamed up to form like a one-time-only band named Dead Man's Bones, and they released an album called Dead Man's Bones, and Amazing. featuring like the Silver Lake Conservatory of Music Children's Choir, and it's just like super spooky Halloween music, but like not in a tongue. And it's not monster mash. It's just like eerie ambient children's choir spook music. I love it. I listen to it a lot. It's in deep rotation every fall and so much to where it keeps (laughs) popping up through the rest of the year. I've probably listened to that album, a song from that album, like, a couple times over the last month here in, in summer, because I just listened to it so much. It's like it's Spotify is like. Go ahead. No, just like it's, it's just deep in there. Spotify is like, well, you love this one album, the one album that this one band ever made. So we it, it's weird and very singular. So we'll just keep giving you it over and over again. He, he Ryan Gothling probably yeah. gets his like one dollar royalty check from spotify and just like who who is listening to this album <laughs> your like, girl yeah <laughs> that's i didn't know that 
That, it, that reminds me like I of... I talked about uh, that before. Not at all. I, you, you haven't mentioned that because I, I had no idea. Um, it reminds me, though, of the fact that uh, Christopher Lee, that's his name, right? Who uh, in yeah. Lord of the Rings was in a metal band back in the day. Yes. Like, I, I big metal I guy those, up until his death. Yeah. I don't know if those are on Spotify or not. Probably. Uh, I haven't listened to those, but yeah. Interesting. Huh. There you go. Weird movies. Do you have an extra one or two oh. that you want to put on Do the you, list? You there? know what, Kyle? Speaking about art and crime, have you heard of a movie called The Burnt Orange Heresy? No, I haven't. This was a movie I'd never heard of. It came out like last year, I think. This might have been like an early 2020 the release. I just found it on Stars. And I watched it because it stars Elizabeth Debicki, which is all I need to get me into a film. And it's about this art critic uh, who just starts dating Elizabeth Debicki. And she comes along with him to spend the weekend at the manor house of this uh, rich guy who's played by Mick Jagger. The whole movie's like this guy, I don't know. Elizabeth Debicki, Mick Jagger, and Donald Sutherland. <laughs> it's a very small, insular movie, which I really dig sometimes. Like, they go to this guy's, this, like, rich art collector's manor, and he's telling them mm -hmm. that there's this old painter who lives in, like, a, a gardener's cottage or something on the edge of his property. And now this is a guy who was this, like, hot up-and-coming painter in, like, the 50s or 60s. And like there was so much buzz before his first gallery opening, but then the gallery mm -hmm. burned down. So there was I'm, all yeah. So there was his pieces just became legendary right now. Yeah, because people were talking about them, but then nobody could see them. They just burned. They burned, and then yeah. it like happened to him again. And then he just sort of turned his back on the art world, and now he just paints privately for himself. And so Mick Jagger's like, "Hey, art critic guy, like." I want you to write a piece about this guy. He barely talks to anybody, but like I can set it up so that he can talk to you, write a profile on him, get his name back out there in the public again. We could do a show with some of his paintings and that I could profit from then as this like gallery owner and you could profit from mm -hmm. like writing high profile, you know, articles and books about this guy. And uh, I won't tell you how it becomes a crime. But it does. Interesting. It Interesting. ends in like a very Indeed. Twilight Zone way that I was not expecting when the movie began. So I Googled it and the first thing that came up after like the name of the movie was mm. ending ex explained, which is, <laughs> you know, like if, if that's the first thing that comes yeah. up, then it had there has to be a big like, what the frick happened with this thing here? So yeah interesting ending explained what a potent phrase right huh no i've never heard of that that's interesting though i i might have to check that one out that it, it reminds me of the uh, uh the great pretender there was that that exactly that scam... that's one of the reasons why yeah, i watched was, was it that, it reminded that... me of that that scam that about the guy who was a incredible like yeah. incredible painter but did forgeries and yeah uh, yeah right 
Kyle, we got to find more art crimes to watch. We, we, we'll, we'll have to do like a, yeah, like art crime week where we just like, here, here's, here's a God, bunch just all of forgeries. <laughs> just we'll watch uh, the Thomas Crown Affair. That's art crime. There you go. I haven't seen that one. It's it's art crime. That's all you need to know. Indeed. Okay. Uh, before we get on to our next thing, we are going to take a quick break for housekeeping, uh, and then we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make, and yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we're back. What's up, everyone? Uh, We've done big it. Shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for supporting us. We appreciate it. Uh, we love you a lot. Uh, by Thanks, the way, Sam. I saw you were playing the Talos principle oh. on on uh, Sam was on stream. Yeah. Let me know how you like that game, because I loved it when I played it. Uh, it's a favorite of mine. So I'm curious to know your thoughts on that. Uh, let's see, shouting out things that we have been doing on the podcast here. Uh, well, we we kind of stumbled into a reactor core last <laughs> week in which I tried the new BTS McDonald's meal. Uh, you guys can go watch that on the reactor core as well as the captain's log last week. Because uh, that's that's when we decided to do it. I Yeah, I did really like that Cajun sauce. It's really good. Yeah, um, I'm glad you liked it. I, I I like both of these sauces, but yeah, that that Cajun one was just ah uh, that 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 was good. The right amount of spice. Um, but you guys can go check that stuff out. E3 has been ha- ha- happening, uh, so you guys should go check out Crossplay uh, to uh, go see all of the stuff about that. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, uh, tomorrow Mick will be jo- joining mm-hmm. us to talk about uh, the uh, the Xbox conference. Uh, Mick was one of the people that helped us launch Crossplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then stepped down to go do his his own thing and st- and stuff like that. So it, it'll be nice to have him back on the homecoming. Too. Yeah. To- Talk some more about video gig games this week. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. We do also have our most recent Patreon exclusive uh, thing up there, which was M- M- Melissa and myself and Gino. 
Um, mm-hmm. You guys should go go check that out. We had a lot, a lot of fun just chatting it up, doing what we do here on the Cotton's Log. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, Melissa, we we need to fit this one in for Father's okay. Day. Okay, right. Who are your favorite fictional dads? <sighs> this one I did not I come as prepared. For. Right. I, and it's I, like this is a hard one. I feel like to be like, oh yeah, these ones are my favorite. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I've, I've I've mentioned I've mentioned on the show a number of times. I'm a big fan of the like lone wolf and cub. Trope oh yeah. Slash genre. Those so I, are I, dads. I, those are dad, but they're like the whole idea behind that is like. This is a bad dad forced to be a good dad or like someone who shouldn't be a dad or does not want to be one is now Mm -hmm. forced to be one. Um, But they all all, like they end up being good dads. Just like, oh, you're actually a good dad. (laughs) I like that. Nice. Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, there is the Lone Wolf and Cub movies based off of the manga. Uh, Wu Tang Clan sampled a bunch of those movies uh, in mm. a bunch of their so- songs uh, and stuff like that. Um, more recently was Logan with uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, Mandalorian. That's a g- great example uh, with, with that there. But I, I don't feel like that is necessarily really what i would think of when i am just like best fictional dads who are your favorite fictional dads <laughs> favorite dads oh, i don't know uh homer simpson uh he's a good one yondu well. <laughs> yes yondu is a great one <laughs> i will absolutely accept yondu uh, uh, great universe. He's like, he's like, I'm not your father, but I am your daddy. <laughs> You're right. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Such a hero. I, I watched that Marvel sizzle reel again recently. The one where they're like, remember movies? You can go back yeah. to them soon. And like, <laughs> I was so happy that like, that's one of the clips that gets in there is Peter just looking lovingly up at Yondu. <laughs> he's floating away Mary with the Poppins thing. Yeah. That's what I did on Father's Day last year. I think I stopped by my parents' house and I was able to like see my dad very briefly. And then I went home and I'm like, I can watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 for for other dad energy. I have to do it again this year. I don't get to see my dad. He's going on a road trip. Oh, man. There you go. Road trip. Yeah, he's going to. Go ahead. No, he's going to Arizona to see his brother. Do it, which yeah. is a fine thing to do. You can celebrate Father's Day with your own brother, remembering that dad you guys used to have. Yeah, I, I, I mean, how dare he go his brother when when his his children are are the one that, that makes him a father, right? You know, you know? children. He's <laughs> bummed that like two years in a row we don't get a real Father's Day. 
I I did try to look up like best dads in movies, and the first list that I ended up like looking at one of the ones they had in there was Darth Vader. I'm like, no, he's not a good dad. He's like a terrible. He's a terrible father. I mean, I I think about Darth Vader every Father's Day. Like I think there's a difference between good dads, father, right. And good characters who happen to be dads. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you mentioned Homer Simpson. Maybe not yeah. the best dad. Que- questionable. Can, sure. But, but a famous one, a likable one. Comes right? through for his kids, buys Lisa that saxophone, jumps yeah. over Springfield Gorge for Bart, has got all those pictures of Maggie hung up in his office. There you go. There you go. Um, man, I, I had one in my mind that I, I really wanted to mention. And when you mentioned Yondu, it completely just like, right. I no thoughts, I, on, only Yondu. It'll <laughs> take all the space. I also mentioned Greg Universe from Steven yep. Universe. That's a, I, that's a great Greg's one. my dad's name. So I, I admire him a lot for that. Man, what was I thinking of? Ah, this is going to bug me and it's going to be like middle of the night. I'm just going to be like, that one was him. I, um, <laughs> we've, we've, we've had some good dads on the review show so far this year. We had Rick Mitchell. Gordon Clark sure tries uh-huh. his best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, think any of the dads not, in Dark uh, are very good. Not really. Uh, a favorite one of mine would be Clark G- Griswold. Uh, again, oh. not a good one, but <laughs> yeah. you're gonna say Clark Gregg, like, yeah, Phil, Phil Colson kind of is a dad to the team sometimes. No, um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, this, this is really bothering me now because I had one that I was super excited about. I have a question for you dad. related to this. Okay, go. F- oh, I remembered. It- I, I don't oh. remember his name, but Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way. Good dad. <laughs> sure. I, well, what was Jamie's his name? father. It's, yes, the famous yeah, character. Kid's name was Jamie. Jamie. <sighs> I got you a Turbo Man doll. Turbo Man knows my name? <laughs> my dad is turbo man <laughs> uh goofy in a goofy movie oh my god Great classic one. yes yeah i love it i i love a father-son story that's a good one that's a good one in- indeed uh you you were about to ask ask me something uh, I d- I- what what pop culture dads remind you the most of your own dad? Ooh. Um. To, I don't I don't know. This is what I know about your dad. Uh, sure. One I, time he I bought say... two hundred knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I to be honest. Uh, you just mentioned his his harsh name. I don't remember, but the dad from the Mitchells versus the Machines. 
I, Rick would, Mitchell, I think yeah. He would be, yeah. I think he'd be more along those l- l- lines. Um, he, 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 my dad was never an artist. Um, so he, he, like, he didn't give up his dream of like building things and log cabins and all of that stuff mm-hmm. to, to have me do all of that stuff. But I, I was the artist of the family. I was also the like soccer player of the family. And he wanted me to be more like, yeah, football and like basketball. And I was like, I want to go play this. Kyle, had he ever seen you? (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. Like when I expressed, like when I wanted to do soccer, he was like, oh, this like that sport. Okay. <laughs> what else are you but, supposed but, to do? But, but then, but then, like, yeah. Once, once, like, like seriously got into it, he's like, okay, like I, I, I respect soccer now. You know, like, I, I, you get how difficult it can be and how, how yeah. much work you know there can can go in into it and all that stuff but yeah it was just the, the thing of like i did all of the stuff that they were like we want you to get a real job we don't want you to have tattoos <laughs> and piercings we want you to like pl- 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 play a man's sport and like do all of that and it was Ugh. just like i'm i'm not like into right. any of that <laughs> so there you go rick mitchell Rick Mitchell, I, my, my, I think, applies to many dads. Yeah, like he's. I thought of him. A big fan of Clark Griswold. I I don't okay. know if that would be a good <laughs> comparison, but for sense of humor, sure, abs absolutely. Uh, right. Yeah. That, that um, would be my dad. There's a little, there's a little Rick Mitchell in my dad, just because I was trying to think of like a hardware dad, like a dad, who, like a workshop dad. I guess Geppetto. <laughs> I did that I, the first thing that came to mind was Tim Allen from Home Improvement. <laughs> well, that's true. He is a workshop dad. I don't know, but my dad's I mean, he has power tools, but he's like a I, he's such a craftsman. He makes okay. these beautiful yeah, yeah. wooden boxes and things like Tim the Toolman Taylor would not care about making just a delicate wooden puzzle box. He wants I, to knock I, he's down not, a wall and like, yeah. <laughs> he's not a dad, but he's some sort of a familial adult man mentor. Uh, Mr. Dink from Doug. Okay. You know, Mr. Dink was always like, Doug, look at this thing I got. And then that's very much like my dad. <laughs> Kids, I got something. Look. See, I, I, I. From the very, very little that I know of your dad, mm. I, I, I don't have an example of like, he's like this, but I, I like I, I you always mention that like he's a watching something like he's on the couch watching something, <laughs> whether it's something you want to watch or not. Like he mm. might be like, hey, let's watch this thing together or like I was going to watch this. So that's what we're watching. So if they're like I it, like if there is a fictional dad out there that is like that that's what i picture right like yeah like eclectic movie dad like sure (laughs) he's got such a wide-ranging interesting taste in movies i was over at the house a couple weeks ago and he's watching i don't know some old black and white war movie probably but then that's over 
and he puts on the mid 2000s romantic comedy whatever happened to the morgans <laughs> or did you hear what happened to the morgans okay. we're like it's hugh grant <laughs> and uh sarah jessica parker and they're like a couple who's on the rocks they might separate but then they see a murder and they have to go into the witness protection program in wyoming nearby to where your ah. parents live right outside of go. cody and they like have to hide out on a ranch and uh, they learn to fall in love again. Dad put this on, has apparently seen it several times. I, <laughs> Enjoys I, like, it very much. That, that would be one of the things that I like, I see and I'm just like, what, what inspired you to put this one on after that? Like what, what is the mental thought process? Like how did we get here know. to this? He follows his own whims. That's fascinating. He's a yeah, trailblazer. Like, he just does whatever he wants. Teach me your ways. What is right. this? What inspired you? So, there you go. Good dad's happy Father's Day weekend. Shout, shout out to dads. Yeah, I, I don't get to see my dad this weekend. I mean, I guess I could stop by the house tomorrow before he leaves, but he's going to be busy packing and like cleaning his motorcycle or something. He's a bike dad. Like dead. So I don't know. Yeah. So I, 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 I'll go see my mom for Father's Day, I guess. <laughs> hey, mom, I happy Father's well, Dad's Day. Gone. Right. It's just Mother's Day, too. Because I didn't get, to, I saw her a little bit for Mother's, <laughs> Mother's Day, but it was day like two, the day after I got my second shot. <laughs> and I was like real tired, real out of it. So I don't know. If dad, if dad leaves oh, this Sunday and forfeits Father's Day, mom gets Mother's Day, too. There you go. Uh, Melissa, you had another question about restaurants. Oh, I did? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I was just curious as we return to eating out places, if there are restaurants that you look forward to returning to, regardless of what the food is, that you're like, I just want to be in that place. I want to physically go into the restaurant and eat in there. Melissa, I'll give you one guess. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Chili's. Let me go spend four hours in Chili's alone. <laughs> I just want to sit there all day and do nothing. <laughs> God, you, you and your Mountain Dew and your the chocolate lava crunch cake. A legendary yeah, yeah, I'll, order. I'll be here all all the day. So just just keep bringing them. Keep coming, the lava you know? flowing. Exactly. Keep keep the lava flowing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't actually, I'm not super excited to go back to <laughs> Chili's or stuff like that, but I, I'm mm. probably going to one day end up doing something like that. Uh, I, I did go out and about today. I went back to my comic book store and I went and I got a smoothie and then I went and sat down and read some comics and stuff, which was really, really nice. Um, so it was the last week, right, that we did our fantasy giraffe on the mall, or was that two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So I mentioned Rainforest Cafe. I haven't been to one oh, of those in like perfect. two decades. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I would love to go back to a Rainforest Cafe just to experience it. I, I yes. like we mentioned on on our giraffe, like. I don't remember the food being very good or anything like that, but just to see these like giant 
at like crocodiles and like a monkey swinging by and a mist thing that comes down. Like, I just want to be in that. Mm-hmm. So that would be one. I respect that a lot. There's I, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to take a trip later this year to Mall of America. And Jack and I are going, we're definitely going to hit that Margaritaville a hundred percent. There was a rainforest cafe there and I was tempted to throw that in too, just because I want to be it. near animatronics. I will live vicariously through you. If you go to, to a rainforest cafe, I've never been to one. I've been to the T-Rex oh, cafe, which is that, but dinosaurs. Yeah. Which is also wonderful. I would love to go to that. I want to find, I want to go to an existing planet Hollywood. I, Sam. Yeah. Sam, I want to go to a planet Hollywood. Uh, Sam, I I mentioned it when we gave you the shout out for the supporting us on Patreon, but how are you liking, uh, now I just blanked on the the name, the the, the game, the the Talos The one you play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the game. Because uh, I really enjoy, you enjoy that game, and I I saw that you were playing it uh, recently here, so I'm c- curious to know your thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. but back to the restaurants. In the meantime, uh, something else. Yeah, you you mentioned like a Planet Hollywood or stuff like that. I've been to like a yeah like stuff like that. That'd be that'd be a, a fun thing uh, to go just for the atmosphere. Um. There was this restaurant down in Florida. I don't remember exactly where, but it was right on the beach mm. somewhere. Um trying to think. But I don't remember. But we went there a handful of times, a lot more when I was younger, so I don't really remember it all that much. We went there once that I like truly remembered it. It was called the Mucky Duck. Uh, oh. and the, the, the mucky was this a I rude restaurant? This. It is kind of one of those rude ones. They aren't okay. It's not. It's not like Dicks, which I think is up in the Pacific Northwest, where like it's named Dicks because they're just dicks to you. <laughs> like the yeah, that's the, the 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 whole thing. But they they do a lot of like puns and dad jokes and and stuff like that where it's like hey would would you prefer to sit by a window and if you say yes then they'll sit you in the center of the restaurant and then they have like a portable window on wheels that they'll just like set right next gag restaurant Um, oh my god i want it i just want to be around like just dumb prop comedy but also i get to eat and then they they have the like diner style ketchup and mustard things in those like red and yellow like tubes yes. with the cones but they have uh they have like a sh- a, sh- a string inside them of the same color <gasps> so they'll they'll t- take them out and flip them around and stuff and then squeeze them like right in your face face and you get hit with with this shring instead but it it looks like you're about to get hit by mustard or something um or if you ask for coffee uh they will come with a a a saucer and a coffee cup and then they will uh loop the spoon through the handle of the coffee cup uh but what they won't tell you is that the cup is empty 
Uh, so when they when they're about to hand you the cup, they act like they trip and they spill it. Uh, but there's nothing in in there, and the cup gets caught on 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 the spoon, so it won't like actually f- fall off and hit and hit you or st- or stuff like that. But they're just like, oh, oh my god, like and then that, and like <laughs> your Ow. coffee will be up. And I'm up I'm happy there's a slapstick restaurant somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, and, it, and we and don't like, do insult comedy. We do slapstick over here. Wholesome, but, three stooges. That's but that's the thing is like they don't overdo it with you. Like if you asked to be seated by a window and got something with ketchup and mustard, and then asked for coffee, like you wouldn't get all of those things. But okay, you, you might <laughs> get one of them. You you might not. You might see someone else g- g- getting them uh, and and stuff like that. So it was you know it was it was subtle but it was like oh <laughs> they got that guy over there you know so that was good that was fun yeah, I, I would love to be in in a restaurant like that where yeah they're not mean <sighs> to you they don't make you wear some like hat with like penises all over it or stuff like that what? right <laughs> where's that i want to go there that's what oh, they do no. at dicks wow yeah yeah <laughs> i could be crowned the penis queen Melissa has some lofty goals there. Yeah. (laughs) Heavy is the head that wears the crown. (laughs) There's a restaurant in Disney's Hollywood Studios theme park called the 50s Primetime Diner that's set up to look like a cute 1950s, like sort of kitchen dining room. Half the tables where you sit at have like a TV on them playing clips of old sitcoms and it serves like real home style food. Like this is where you get like a meatloaf or something, you know, like burgers and fries and milkshakes and all the servers treat you like their family, like you're like they're your cousins or your aunts or uncles or something. And they'll kind of bug you like, don't put your elbows on the table. Are you going to finish your peas? Okay, interesting. <laughs> like, they no, also mom, leave the restaurant. <laughs> Father's Day weekend, not you Mother's Day. If you misbehave, they make you sit in a corner. <laughs> nice. They also have a restaurant there called the Sci-Fi Dine-In, uh, Sci-Fi Drive-In, where you sit in a car. Like, your booth mm-hmm. is a car, and you're in this darkened room, and you're all facing this, like, TV. Well, you're all facing a big screen. It's supposed to look like you're in your car at like an old 50s, 60s drive-in theater and it plays like clips of old sci-fi B-movies while you sit in a a dimly lit car and eat a burger and milkshake. This is where I gotta get to. Yeah. And then (laughs) since we haven't gone to movie theaters in a while, since they're just starting to open back up, I would love to go to like an an, an Alamo draft house, right? And just watch yeah. a movie and eat there. Like the atmosphere there is so much yeah. fun. So we're gonna get one at, at some point, I think later this year, we're finally getting one. There you go, indeed. As uh, as for me, I well, I just want to say that I mm-hmm. I look forward to returning to pretty much any Mexican restaurant because those always have the best decor of any genre of restaurant. There's one around here that looks like a little town. I love when they look like a little town where they've got like little storefronts painted on the wall. Yeah, yeah. They're always beautiful. 
I can get like chi- my own chips and, and salsa, but I just want to sit down in like a shiny vinyl booth and have a bunch of chips and salsa placed in front of me for me to just gnaw at. Good stuff. I look forward yeah. to it a lot. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 ones that are a little more touristy, like if you go down to the river walk at the Alamo, they have uh, like mm-hmm. mariachi bands and stuff that will play and will serenade you. And sometimes like as touristy as that stuff is, it's kind of fun, right? To just be like, yeah, yeah thanks, I t- thanks for singing me a song, you know? I love that nonsense. I want to go to a restaurant where everything's turned up to 10. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Sam says the game is good. I think I am two thirds of the way through Talos principle i entered building c uh and yes send send me the the link to the clip in our discord i'd love to see all of that stuff um yeah that 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 game is good that game is great i like it a lot yeah food time it's about to be food time i just i i I went to tropical smoothie today that was it they uh they didn't have any inside seating they were like get your stuff and get out like uh well, mm, they, they had leave. a big plastic this isn't thing a Chili's. up there yeah um they had that and then i went into the rite aid that's like on the corner of ca- of, ca- of campus near me and holy moly they redid the entire inside it looks great inside there. Like it, they really classed the place up. I was congratulations, I was like, this is Rite, a Rite Aid. Aid. Whoa! Like I want to be here at this Rite Aid. <laughs> I want to be here. Screw chilies. I'm spending been. four hours in Rite Aid. <laughs> I've never been to one. They don't have them here. It, it's just like a pharmacy Walgreens right. style. That yeah, it, it's nothing. Nothing to write home about, but this one was. Oh, good. I'm, I'm, Tell yeah. your parents. <laughs> dear, dear, dear dad, happy Father's Day. Let me tell you about this <laughs> new Rite Aid. Uh. <laughs> so while my dad's gone, I thought about uh, drawing him a picture of him and me, like kid style, like with crayons. Maybe I'll glue macaroni to it. And... um On the inside of the garage door, because the garage is his workshop, he's got like Mm -hmm. stuff stuck up there with magnets. I just wanted to stick up a picture there and he won't see it until like next week when he gets back and like not even point it out. He'll just eventually notice that it's there. It might take him more than that week, right? He just doesn't realize that it's up, up, up there. Like he might two never. months down the road, it's like which which one of you drew this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a, I drew me, Dad. It's the one who looks like me. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. It's the child who doesn't have a beard. The, me, I'm the one that's left. <laughs> the only one that's a, a yeah that doesn't have a beard. Okay, <sighs> that's great. Good stuff uh okay we have to end the show with this melissa yeah yeah did you hear this whole this whole discourse about batman oh Oh, i don't i don't want to hear about any discourse it never turns out good 
This was this was a delightful moment. So, uh, okay, what, what happened? They're doing season three of this Harley Quinn uh, cartoon on HBO Max. Mm. And apparently a scene was taken out of season three because it depicted Batman going down on Catwoman. And he, and and the 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 funny thing is this show is rated R. Like it's not a kid's cartoon. They cuss and they do all sorts of stuff on on this thing. There's all sorts of adult situations. Um, but this scene was t- taken out, and the creators, I guess, were just like, "Why? Like, why do we?" And it was like it was <laughs> someone at Warner Brothers, some exec, right? That was like, "No, we need to take that out." Um, and their reasoning behind it was, "Heroes don't do that." And the internet just had a field day. What heroes have you checked with? What heroes did you ask? Exactly. And and but the internet just had a field day where everyone was like, "Are you kidding me? Of course he does. Why do you think there's there's no like part covering the mouth? That's what he does. Like (laughs) all of that stuff. Like that's the only thing he's capable of when he's fully in costume." (laughs) right yeah but like the the, like batman creators were out there being like of course he does like people who've written the comic or Mm. uh people were were making jokes and clipping out uh scenes from movies and the cartoons when taken out of context it seems like that's what they're talking about and stuff like that it was great it was delightful yeah like it was one of those moments where I was like, "Ah, oh, Twitter is free. This is great. Okay. I don't have to pay this for is, this website. This is a fun discourse, after all. This is delightful. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. <laughs> I had a blast looking at all the memes and all the jokes and all all that stuff. It was good. <laughs> can't believe. Can't believe. I don't know who set standard vision because he doesn't have a tongue probably but there there has been a well they 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 did the same thing to this but there was a comic where you saw batman's dick you saw the outline of this i remember i never saw it but i heard everyone talk about it they they took it out of all of the digital versions so if you got a first printing of that book you have oh my god rare yeah, rare. A rare, a rare, the the rare elusive bat dick. <laughs> wow! And find it and, in the wild. But that 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 was in their DC black label, uh, like co- 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 comics imprint, which is their comics for adults. So there have been sexier stuff in those books. And stuff like that. There has been been there has been sex in in DC c- c- comics and stuff like that. There's all sorts of stuff that's just like, why now? In in especially in the one that's rated R. Like there are things in your comics that are for teens, ages eight to like mm-hmm. eighteen, that are, are like they're heavily implying some things here with all of this stuff that is just like you probably should have taken those out first but let him do what he wants 
Right. Why do this to both of them? <laughs> yeah. What a thing to do there's... to Batman and Catwoman. <laughs> The there's a bunch of comic book uh, artists that have Patreons and stuff like that. And one mm-hmm. of the things they often do on their Patreons is do uh, a bunch of not safe for work art of these characters and stuff. Uh, and so, like, they were all just like, hey, by the way, we do lewd art of all of this stuff. We'll do Batman this next month. Like, let's go. Let's have fun. If you want all the not safe for work Batman stuff, we got it. <laughs> Here you go. So it was just it, it was it was a blast to see all of that stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a good sense of community. It was. It absolutely was. Yeah. So there you go. That is it, I believe, for this week. This was a good one. I had fun. Lots of stuff. Yeah, it was nice to just talk, talk about movies. Just tell each other about movies we watched. Mm-hmm. Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Indeed. If you guys want to find me, I'm at YoKyleSpringer on Twitter. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with all of the shows that we do here at The Whatnots, uh, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter, so go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that stuff. Uh, but that d- does it for number 148 of The Captain's Log. We will be back this next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.